Hey everyone, uh, welcome to another episode of Unleashed. It's uh, Pup Twigs here from Orlando, Florida, and joining me today as my guest is Puck the Pup from Los Banos, California. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing really awesome. It's a tail end of my vacation and uh, the the night before EDC here in Orlando, so I'm all excited. Fun. So. We'll just get started right off. I always like to ask about the origin of the pup's name, so Puck the Pup, and also curious about if there's a specific symbolism between the colors you have picked for your hood. Um, yeah, no, uh, I started being a pup around 2019, and it was right before COVID. And uh, my ex at the time, he ended up getting me a muzzle and wanted to call me Bane. And, or or sorry, not Bane, Kane. Oh my God. And uh, I didn't feel like it was like really me. And I didn't really get to feel the experience of how like it starts out to be a pup. Mm -hmm. So I decided once I broke up with him, um, I ended up diving head first into the pup community. And I actually went on like Discord and I went nameless though. I had no name. I Mm -hmm. just had a blue muzzle because I liked blue um and i just didn't know like how to feel out for it or like who i was right. and then one day randomly uh everybody thinks it's from like a mid a midsummer walk or whatever that thing is called i i have never read it before but uh-huh. uh one day i was watching uh anime i know nerdy but <laughs> i was watching anime and there's a little character named puck who is very like miss like or not misunderstood but more underestimated mm-hmm. and i feel like that kind of resonates in me people think that i'm just very nice and like can be walked all over or like oh he wouldn't do anything but they never really like see that other side of me or they see that i'm very submissive but they never see that i can actually be very dominant as well right. so i was like i feel like that resonates in me like i feel like i'm puck so puck just became a character and became a part of me um as for the colors uh, blue is my favorite color, but I had a dog who passed away um, at the age of seven from cancer, mm-hmm. and he was a blue-nosed pit bull. So I first made my first custom hood, like, just like him. Like, I made mm-hmm. it blue, like, cartoon him, but, like, I had a gray nose that looked just like his. And mm-hmm. um, so his, so Puck's look is based off of my dog who passed away. Um but I'm not really a pit bull, though. <laughs> I'm more of like a mutt, if anything. <laughs> well, I, and I hear you, but I love hearing the history of how pups got their names. And I've heard a lot of them. And it's pretty interesting because pups get so creative with their names. And it's just awesome to hear. Mm-hmm. Well, I hear like a lot of them, like they hear like Ace or Fido or, you know, like the typical dog name. And I'm like, that's cute. But like, does it mean like who you are like i know it sounds cute and adorable but like is it you like so yeah that's why i always like try to ask like are you sure you want that to be your name so like my partner his name is runner um at first i was like okay like why do you want to be runner and the reason why he wants to be runner is because he always ran like he always loved to run so it was just very like plain and simple but it had meaning to it for him so like whenever he would have like a moment of like stress um, he would go run 
or he did cross country when he was younger. Mm -hmm. um, so running just played a big part in his life. So he chose runner. So and, and I think and it fits that, him. Yeah, that's really interesting because Twigs, I, I don't share my last name, but my last name in a synopsis would be Twigs. Oh. And that's how I got my name. Now, my partner, his name is Smokey. Oh. But his perfectly fits him because he is a, a pothead and... <laughs> <laughs> it's him to a T, uh, and everything. so it's a. Uh, it's funny how these uh, names kind of evolve. Yeah. So, so you I mean, think you've been a part 2019, right? As uh, we dug into the pandemic and everything, but mm -hmm. during that time, what has been the easiest and what has been the most difficult part about being a pop for you? Oh gosh. Um. Well, I feel like everybody has their own opinions. Uh. And to like being a pup um like what's easiest for me i don't think people would agree with this but i felt like diving head first was the easiest because mm -hmm. i mean everybody is nervous everybody is like okay like should i bark should i growl and to me it i didn't bark or growl yet i didn't find my bark until maybe a year after but i was so intrigued and so interested and um the first thing that even actually got me interested in pup play was uh because i knew about it obviously like you see it and you're like okay that's kink like somebody's into that i never really knew much about it though and it was at san diego pride 2019 uh there was this big muscle red-headed like ginger puppy uh six foot like burly big puppy and his handler was this like skinny little like twink and it was like so so funny to me yeah and i'm like can i pet your puppy like you know being respectful because i was actually hanging out with the pup at the time and he was like trying to tell me like what to do mm -hmm. i was like can i pet your puppy and he's like yeah sure but like he bites <laughs> and i'm like okay yeah whatever and so <laughs> i pet him and he growled at me and i was like oh why do i like that what <laughs> like it, it like it was weird and um for the longest time i actually like uh portrayed puck to look like him too because i felt like it was kind of like a little werewolf bite like he bit me and now i'm a pup <laughs> like it's like he growled at me now i'm a pup so he was wearing this uh and if you're watching oh my god i've been looking for you like i wanted to say thank you so much but he's wearing this uh like oh my god what are those things like uh those dogs that like you can bring into buildings i can't think of the oh, name. Uh, service animal service animal why couldn't i think of that oh my god <laughs> uh it had a service dog harness on his like chest uh -huh. and it was the cutest thing so when at my first Folsom, i wore a service dog thing and like tribute to him like to say thank you and if i run into him i want to be like oh thank you so much for like you know, letting me pet you that day, because now this happened. <laughs> what an amazing story. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. But the most <laughs> difficult thing, um, it's being accepted and being misunderstood. I noticed uh, when I became a pup and became more open, um, my dating life had faltered. Uh, whenever I would show this side of me or whenever I would tell them my pup, um, even with hookups, like, it was just really difficult to be accepted or to be viewed as a person. Mm -hmm. um, even if you're not into pup play, you're still seeing, you know, me. You're not seeing Puck. And uh, it was just really hard. Like, I moved to Bakersfield for this guy. And he 
learned that I was a pup, told me he was okay with it. And then once I moved to Bakersfield, you know, I was getting my life together as well. It wasn't just for him, but sure. once I got my life together and I moved down there, he ghosted me. Oh. And I never got to see him ever again. So it was just like, it's hard to be accepted. And at one point in my like pup life, I actually grew embarrassed. Um, I was ashamed to be a pup. I was uh, nervous about it. Um, actually, the funny thing is my parents are the ones who uh, were kind of, they were kind of supportive about it. They weren't understanding of it. They're like, we're not sure what that is, but if you're happy. But my mom saw my hood once. I was, I left it out to like dry after washing it. She goes, <laughs> what's that? Oh, um, I really like luchadors. <laughs> like the Mexican wrestlers. Yeah. And she goes, that's not it. And it turns out one of her friends online are a pup. And we're like, oh, your son's a pup. I was like, God damn it. Oh, no. <laughs> but it's okay. I mean, my family knows about it. We joke about it. Um, they're like, as long as you're happy and as long as you're not doing like hardcore drugs, you're fine. Yeah. Like, it's okay. <laughs> so, wow. but just, yeah. If it wasn't for the acceptance of my, my friends and my family, I think uh puck would have been no more mm -hmm. but um yeah it's just hard to be accepted and it's I, you get also a lot of people who are like oh i'm not into bestiality or i'm not into furries and i'm like i'm not into bestiality either mm -hmm. i don't identify as a furry there's a lot of pups who do but i don't identify as a furry um but yeah just it's it's hard to be yourself um yeah. It's kind of funny because we won't run a close close relationship with the furries and with the letter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. And oh my God, furries are fun to party with. Just oh, a side note. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I don't consider myself a furry, but I love hanging out with furries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, uh, if there's one thing that you could change about our community, what would it be? Uh, hate to admit it. But it's like the toxicity of the pup community. There's a lot of toxicity. Um, but I feel like with any type of like uh, LGBTQ plus community, there's some sort of toxicity. But for some reason, I feel like the pup community is very divided and judgmental. Um, there's a lot of cliques. Uh, and I, I'm not innocent. You know, I've been considered to be part of a clique as well or you know mm -hmm. i've been judgmental to some pups as well and i i like to reflect and step back and be like you know like pup like calm down be nice um but yeah just there's a lot of judgmental issues and a lot of clicks uh whether it's pups in socal or in central valley uh or pups online or like tiktok or discord yeah. um there's always a feud or a pack or pup that is disliked um, they're like blacklisted, like don't ever talk to them. Mm -hmm. um, we get enough dirty looks from some of the people in other communities. And I just figured that if we were more united, like it would be a lot better. Um, also, I get so excited when I see female handlers and female pups. Like, I feel like there should be more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Me like, you too. don't see enough of that. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't. There's not enough females represented in the pup community. There are some, but mm -hmm. there there needs to be more. Oh my gosh, like quick story though. Like yeah. I was at Folsom, my first like official Folsom and there was this beautiful puppy, six foot, uh, like 
toned and just black hood had a leash on and at the end of that leash was this tiny little handler and i thought she was amazing i was like you better work mm-hmm. <laughs> so like i just i think it's awesome like there should be more female representation in the pup community oh i i totally agree and i did get to do uh one interview it was a local one uh, she's part of the uh uh orlando critter club here. Oh, wow. it's a pack here we've got three packs uh, MCO Paws, Critter Club, and the Hound Pound. Mm. And she is a member of the Critter Club, and she wanted to come over and do one in person, which we did. And she said, "Can I? is it okay if I bring someone with me? I said, of course you can. I have no problem with that. Mm. After, after we did the interview, I found out it was actually her boyfriend that sat there while she was a pup on my podcast talking about being a pup, which I thought was just blew my mind. I thought it was awesome. Oh wow! He That's sits so here cool. And supports her for this. I love seeing supportive like partners like that. That's so amazing. Yeah, it it, it was uh, it was totally uh, great for me, and and I think out of all of my podcasts that I've got posted so far, and I believe there's uh, seventy that are now seventy one will go up tomorrow. Uh, she's had the most views so far out of any of them. Um, wow. That tells me we need more females in this group. <laughs> yes, definitely. It's so cool. <laughs> so what advice would you give someone if they're just now wanting to get into the pup community? Oh, that's so easy. Uh, don't be afraid to do it. <laughs> just jump in. Uh, it's not as scary as you think. Um, remember, it's another part of you. It doesn't define exactly who you are, but it is an important part of you. Um I mean, it's not all about sex anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, these days, uh, it's more about emotion and uh, being your true primal self. Uh, some people probably just focus on just the sexual part of it. Um, but I just think that if you just be yourself and just have fun with it, um, you'll be great. Uh, and you don't need a hood. I mean, hoods are nice. Muzzles are nice. Gear is fantastic, but you don't need a hood to be a puppy. And I've told people that, and, you know, sometimes it's hard to get a hood. They're expensive, you know? They're very expensive. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But if you do want a hood, if you do want something like that, uh, go to Amazon. They have them for like 20 bucks. Um, But just remember, you get what you paid for. They're really tight. They're really small. Um, I tried to get one just to like see how it felt, and it was like, oh god, this is way too tight on my head. <laughs> yeah, and and that was my first hood was Amazon. Once I got into it, I thought, okay, let me go the cheap route first to see if this is what I want. Mm. And that I'm the same way. I will tell them to go there first, mm-hmm. see if that's what you want, and then work up to what you uh, a hood that you really are happy and, and proud to wear. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if you want to put the money into it, uh, I would suggest maybe Mr. S leather, uh, Mr. Bear has some good items, like good muzzles. Um, but I've always liked Mr. S leather because like they're custom and they're handmade and I think they're handmade (laughs) and they're really cool. Like, uh, um, I feel like they're more comfortable. So that's why I get mine from there and they have payment plans now. So like, you don't have to like buy it all at once like you can payments and then they're making your hood and once it's ready you're already paid off that's right not that i'm not that i'm being sponsored or anything like that (laughs) hey that's okay (laughs) they want to throw some stuff our way come on bring it (laughs) (laughs) so so what brings you the most joy out of pup life honestly i can be myself um i find community in pup play 
and it's just exciting. Like I've met so many people. My best friend that I met online, his name's Bandit, and he's in South Africa. And he's been one of my closest friends and I love him to death. Hi, Bandit, if you're watching. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, just finding community and being myself. Uh, my own partner became a pup because of me, honestly. Um, he wanted to try it and he liked it. And he's still trying to find his bark. So he's a very shy puppy. Sure. But the reason why he wanted to do it was because, you know, not only to be closer to me, but because he sees that it brings out another side of me. And it's starting to bring out another side of him. And I think that's just amazing. Like, I love it. It is. That is that is really good. Well, you might have to put me in touch with uh, with Bandit. I've never interviewed someone from South Africa yet. Oh, for sure. To, so. The time zone might be actually better in your favor because I think we are eight hours uh, in between. I'm not quite sure. But we always it, miss each other. But, yeah, and, he's and, an amazing It's okay company. for me because I, I will do this any time of the day or night to, to mm -hmm. work around someone else's schedule. I've done uh, Australia and stuff like that. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah, no, he is such a good boy. I love him so much. Um, he's been my friend through all of my pup life. So sweet, he's sweet. great. <laughs> so do, do you have a play toy that you like? Uh... Pup-wise or sexual-wise? I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, that's up uh, to what you want to share. <laughs> um, does my partner's bone count? I'm just kidding. Well, that could no, be uh, I'm just kidding. I, I know. <laughs> uh, favorite toy? I actually don't find toys stimulating for me. Like, I, I just, I'm just that dog that doesn't like to play with toys. I mean, I'll play with toys out of, like, a, a smosh or, like, uh, you know, just with other pups. Right. Um, go on a pad, play tug of war, or you know. But I'm more of a like a, a wrestler. Like I like physical contact. Okay. And like I, I wrestle with pups, um, with consent, of course. Oh, but, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I, toys don't really stimulate me. I've tried it. I've tried the ball. Um, another friend from South Africa tried to like tell me how to play with toys, and his name's Osiris. And I just, I didn't find it very stimulating to me. Like I squeaked it. And if anything, it got him excited. My dog right here. Yeah, I see. <laughs> we'll be talking but, about the dog in a few. <laughs> yeah, but no, uh, I, I just can't, I can't get into it. I don't know why. Like I can get into my total headspace. I could be full puck, but toys just don't really. Just didn't do it. Are my liking, yeah. And that's okay. I, I've never really gotten into any of the play toys. I mean, I like to hear them squeak, but it doesn't really do anything for me then. Hearing it yeah yeah so what has you know being able to get into the headspace a as a pup done for your mental health i feel like it's done a lot of good for my mental health um i deal with uh depression anxiety and i have adhd Mm -hmm. um and oh, what a mix by the way oh my god <laughs> uh but it's my hood has become more of a security blanket for me um i feel like i'm more braver with my hood on um i feel like i'm more focused uh not that like you know a hood can replace therapy obviously if you right. want therapy or if you need therapy do therapy don't replace a hood is not therapy <laughs> let's just say that right um, but uh, I even suggested my friend Yoshi to wear a hood to bed and he slept better with it because of it, because he would have like night terrors. Yeah. Um, and I just, I don't know. I just felt like it did a lot of 
good for my hood for my hood oh my god for my head <laughs> it did a lot of good for my head so yeah, i go. definitely but i noticed a lot of pups have something you know they're going through you know yes. mentally um i'm no therapist obviously but i feel like a lot of pups have some sort of thing that they have like trauma or they have uh depression like me um but they find you know some solace inside like the club community and being the pup that they are um it's just crazy how along how far a hood can take you yeah, um yeah, away yeah. from that you well, know negative and my partner I, I was always my entire life the social butterfly mm -hmm. and he is extremely shy especially around someone new that he doesn't know and ever since he got the the puphood, he just feels more confident about talking to people that he doesn't even know. Mm -hmm. uh, when we go out to places where we're all hanging out and there's new pups around, we'll go talk to him. And it, it just done wonders for him. Wow. Yeah, no, I just, it, it feels, like I said, like a security blanket. Like yes. um, going out in public, I'm, I, I feel more confident wearing it mm -hmm. than having it on my hip. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I could be in half my gear and people can be like, oh, why does he have a tail? And I'd be embarrassed. But if I have my hood on, I'm like, wag it for you. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, just, you want to see my tail? I got you. Want to see my tail? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, so what is one thing you wish you had known before you became a pup? I wish I knew more of the history mm -hmm. of uh, pup play, like where it came from. Um, I feel like once you become a pup, you don't really do more of a background of it, like check. Um, you kind of just play by ear. I think some pups probably would get offended that it, there wasn't any attempt of learning about the history um, and more jumping on the bandwagon. Like, oh, he's wearing a hood. I'm going to try that. Okay, but mm -hmm. like, do you know what pup play is and do you know the history of it? Like, mm -hmm. uh, puppy play is a modern sociosexual practice with historical roots in the gay BDSM and leather subculture um, of post-war USA. So it's like, you hear something like that, you're like, wait, what? Yeah. It came from that? <laughs> like, it's so weird. So, um, yeah, I just wish I knew more about it. And, and I'm not going to get too deep into a, a, a previous podcast that I've done, but if you go through and look at any of the ones that I've done, you run across one uh, by a pup named Bruiser. Mm -hmm. He actually lives in San Francisco. And based on, you know, all the research that, that he and some other people had done, he is pup number two in the community. Wow. Uh, he's been a pup for 36 years. And he taught the, he taught pup as part of the leather community all over the United States. Nice. And, and stuff. Wow. So it was fascinating to get to talk to him. And not too long after talking to him, he found Pup Ranger also in San Francisco that is pup number one. Oh. And I got to do an interview with both of them. Nice. And, and I'd so love to meet the them. The history that those two have is just unbelievable. Huh. Yeah, I know. It's just, it's crazy. Uh, and I don't know. I find it more interesting. And I know there's books out there, you yeah. know, but 
Let's just say I'm illiterate. I'm a dumb puppy. I don't read. I try to read. If anything, I read manga. But other than that, no, I don't read that much. Make, make a movie of it for me and I'll watch it. Yeah. Make a YouTube video. I'm pretty sure Pup Amp or somebody has made an, a video about it. Oh, but yeah. I will literally, I'll be reading a book and I'm on the same paragraph for like two hours because of my ADHD. I, just, I can't focus. Yeah, I don't, I don't like to read at all. Ugh. So, so what kind of hobbies do you have there in California? Um, honestly, where I'm at, there's not much to do. Um, I love my plants. Uh, I have a lot of plants. Like I have an avocado tree, a mandarin sapling, or a sapling, sapling, um, an onion flower. I have four devil ivy. I have two monsteras. Uh, oh. I just I really like plant care, so I've been mm -hmm. taking care of that. Like I think you can see one of my plants right here. I see part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Aside from that, I just play video games, and oh my god, I love on some, one of my notes. I put I read, but <laughs> I'm lying. Oh my god, oh no, um, none of this is true. <laughs> I, I mean, I used to like to read, but I mean, I don't know. I just I'm I'm more of an audio book kind of guy now. Yeah, let someone um, read to you. <laughs> yeah, but back then I used to be a musician. Um, I played piano. Uh, trumpet I conducted music uh, for field show and concerts um, but I fear that like I've forgotten like the basics of it and mm -hmm. I'm kind of sad about it I would get back into it but like I said there's not much to do here it's not like some adult concert you can join or sure so yeah well, on a side note um, if you're on Facebook you should go look up plant daddies uh, oh it's an amazing Facebook page about plants and stuff, and I'm on it and just absolutely love it. <laughs> I guess I'll have to look into it. So I know there was a question about, do you have any pets of your own? And it's quite obvious over your shoulder that you do. <laughs> um, and yeah, what a good dog. Been sleeping the whole time, pretty much. He's a he's a very lazy puppy. Um, <laughs> that's Coda. He's a, he's a pit bull mix. Uh, we think that he is... A lab and pit bull mix, uh -huh. um, but we just know he's a purebred good boy. <laughs> like he's good. such, yeah, just like his dad. <laughs> um, he's such a sweetie. Um, and then I also adopted a cat with my partner. Um, his name is Louis Vuitton. Louis, is, is it a black one? No, uh, he's a tabby. Because I something went over your other shoulder a minute ago, jumped up on the couch and then left again. <laughs> so I'm assuming that, uh, that was. was no, no, that was uh, my mom's dog. I'm watching. Oh, uh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's a little Yorkie. Her name's Coco. So you have a, uh, a house full. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, my my cat is with my boyfriend. He lives um, out of town. So oh, okay. but we both adopted a cat uh, together. I surprised him with it. It's a little tabby. He's one years old. He's really sweet. He's very soft-spoken, but has like a really loud purr. Yeah. Um, but then... What I said earlier, though, too, I had a dog named uh, Yakimo, mm -hmm. uh, which is uh, sweet potato in Japanese. And he was this beautiful blue-nosed pit bull. And uh, he only died at seven years old, unfortunately. He had lymphosarcoma. Oh. And, uh, yeah, it was hard to see him deteriorate. But uh, oh, yes. I, I feel like he brought Koda to me because uh, soon after, about maybe six months later, my parents just, like, threw birthday money at me sorry threw birthday money at me and was just like here we're tired of you being sad go get another dog and uh on my birthday i adopted him and Aww. yeah he's been in my life ever since he's now gonna be three 
you know, our, our, our pets are our children. So yeah, that's crazy. We get so attached to them. <laughs> so what kind of events do you have going on in your area or do you have any that happen? Um, I, well, so like I said before, I used to live in Bakersfield and there was an event at the end of the month called Howl and mm -hmm. um, it was open to pups and furries and it was really fun. I made a lot of friends there um, and it was ran by a furry named Otter. Um, unfortunately, that event is no longer happening. Um, Otter had to move away and he didn't want to just leave his baby with somebody else. So he decided just to cancel the uh, event. But it was really fun. It was at this bar called The Mint mm -hmm. and uh, they would be in the back. They had a DJ playing, all the furries would meet out there. And then uh, we would go early in the day. And then later on during the day, there would trickle out some like, you know, straight people or like people who are not furry or pup and, mm -hmm. you know, it'd be kind of a spectacle in a way. So I feel like a lot of pups and furries stopped going because of that, mm -hmm. but um, it was fun. I had a lot of fun. I played security dog most of the time though, because I felt <laughs> like uh, people would mess with them. Um, and then I think they're still doing it, but in Fresno here in Central Valley, uh, there is a thing called coffee with a pup. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it's called. Um, and usually they'll go to a place called Teasers um, off of the Tower District. And they'll have coffee and tea, hang out, talk about the community. And then usually a group of pups will go to the club across the street, like Splash. Okay. Um, so they do some of that. I don't really hang out there anymore because of a lot of, like, toxic stuff going on mm -hmm. so me and my pup kind of like separated ourselves i mean we still talk to them i'm still friends with a lot of pups that are there but um i just don't go over there anymore but if you're ever in socal there is a place in ventura called uh patty's pub i think it's called and it they do an event called patty's pup slosh and uh my pup brother delta invited me to go there and um it was so fun to attend i've never been to like a just a main pup event mm -hmm. and uh it's really fun they have like a little mat where you can like play with toys and wrestle with other pups there was drinks there's go-go dancers there's raffles nice. um yeah it, it was a lot of fun and i felt very welcomed i actually met a lot of people that knew me from online and i was like hi like it's nice to meet you i mean i don't know you but i mean i feel like shy now hi <laughs> put on the spot <laughs> <laughs> oh well, yeah i would i love hearing about all the different things that go on everywhere but mm. if you could ask my next pup guest on here a question that you would want to know what do you think you would want to ask them um if you can meet any pup or your pup idol who would it be okay Good, good question. Is that is that good enough? <laughs> like, is that good enough? Yeah, that's great. I, I think it's awesome. <laughs> now, this one you might have already answered, but we're going to go to it again. Maybe we can get more in depth. But this question came from Pup Oren, actually here in Orlando, Florida. Hmm. And he wanted to know, what is the pup community like in your hometown? Dead. <laughs> <laughs> um. I can't speak for Fresno. I can't speak for SoCal. I can't speak for Bakersfield. Um, where I'm living right now, I think I am the only known pup 
okay. here in my town. Um, my partner lives about 30 minutes away from me in another town. And I think there's two other pubs where he lives, but we don't really talk. We don't know each other. Yeah. Um, and then I know there is a pup who lives another 30 minutes the opposite direction. Uh, his name's Gavin. And I think he's the only pup in his area as well. So there's not many pups. I live off of the I-5 as well here in California. So mm -hmm. if I go on like the pup app for, from Pup Space, um, I usually get a couple of people who are visiting, uh, like who would want to hang out or talk. Um, but usually I, I, I don't talk to anybody. Like there's nobody here. Nobody so... Here. To find community, I went online and uh, Discord was the place to find other pups. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's dead here. <laughs> I'm the only pup here. Oh, <laughs> you're the lone pup there in town. <laughs> yeah, lone wolf here. <laughs> so if other pups wanted to reach out to you and say, hey, they saw you on Unleashed or they just want to say hi, how could they reach out to you? Well, you can find me on Instagram. Um, it's puckthepup01, all one word. Um, I'm also on TikTok. Uh, it's Puckachino, like cappuccino, um, but with Puck, and then U-C-C-I-N-O. Um, I'm on TikTok on there, and then um, for 18 and only, I'm on I'm Puck the Pup on Twitter, or I guess it's called X now. But oh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Just one word: Puck the Pup. P's are capitalized. <laughs> All right, awesome, awesome. Well, any any last words that you have before we uh, get off of here? Hmm. Be kind to your other pups because you don't know if what you say could ruin their day or make their day better. Yeah. All right. Well, that was very cheesy. <laughs> I like to let others have the 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 last good word in before we uh get off the call. <laughs> well, Huck, it's been awesome getting to visit with you uh, today and. Uh, uh, don't be a stranger. I'm sure we'll be talking again soon. Oh, definitely. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs>